Hello, busy, vibrant moms. So exciting to talk to you today. And today is everybody's favorite fun new topic. Everyone needs a little me time, right? Teaching your kids to take some downtime. I know this is going to be fun. Episode number eight, fun times. And just in case you would like to connect or find out more helpful tips and tricks to making your day more vibrant, come visit me on my group page, The Busy Vibrant Mom, where we share lots of fun tips and tricks. So come on over. All right, let's get started. Today, we're going to talk about how everybody needs a little me time. When do you have the most energy in your day? When do your kids have the most energy in your day, in their day? What depletes your energy and what gives you energy? These are really important questions. The same as true for your kids. What depletes their energy? What gives them energy? What are your kids' personalities? What do they like to do? Also, what is everybody consuming during their week? It's so important to really dig down and take a look at your week or your day and figure out why your kids might be stressed or anxious. What have they been consuming? What have they been doing? All right. Our first hack to jump into is to check in on you. You're the mom. You're the one who runs the ship. If you don't have enough energy in your day, in your morning, or how your day's going, you tend to get angry. At least I do. Angry, frustrated, a little bit controlling, barking at people, trying to take care of situations. And you just don't have the bandwidth that you need as a mom to extend extra patience, extra empathy, and just encouragement to your little ones. So one main thing to focus on is just to check in on you. Take a look at yourself and ask yourself the questions that we went over of when does your day get stressful? Figure out what gives you energy and when do you need that energy throughout your day? For me, my day, I get up super early and go work out. Currently, I work out just at our house downstairs. Previous in the past, I would get up and go to the gym and then come back. That gets me going mentally and physically before my day starts and before people need me so that I have time to wake up my mind, to wake up my body, and just think about my day a little bit easier before (laughs) everything starts rolling downhill. So for me, I start out with energy to work out. And then after I work out, I usually take the kids to school. Then I come home and have breakfast or have a cup of coffee. After that, typically my morning is when I have the most energy. So I tend to put the things in my morning that I know I'm going to need the most energy for throughout my day. If I'm trying to get something done and I know it's going to be difficult or it's going to take extra mental effort or work, those are the things I put in the morning because I know I have the most energy from 10 to noon around that time period. And after lunch, my energy starts going downhill. When I had really little ones. I knew it was important to get outside and go to the park and just run them in the morning because that's 
when we all had the most energy. And then after lunch, we would definitely be a little bit more laid back. But with that, my day, as I said, I have the most energy in the morning. So I plan what I really need to get done and what will take mental effort in the morning. And I save the things that I know won't take that much energy or things that I can do in the afternoon that'll be a bit easier with my kids here now that they're going to school. Currently the boys are, so that takes away a little bit added stress. But I know in the afternoon that my energy levels are decreasing and I really need to have some good downtime for myself in the afternoon so that I can engage with them when they need me the most. And that's typically between when they get home and when they go to bed. So about 3 p.m. till about 7, 7.30 is when it is kind of crazy. And I know I'm going to need a little bit of me time during that time to just lift my energy levels. The second tip I have for you is to analyze your kids. How fun is this, right? Ask questions about when they have the most energy in their day. What depletes their energy? For us, we've noticed that our kids deplete their energy depending on their character, also depending on if they've had a lot of media, if they have played a video game, if they've been online, if they've been on the computer, if they've been on their iPad, sometimes their energy levels after that are just depleted. They're not very nice to each other. They tend to have a short fuse and their patience levels are far shorter. So we found that we as parents need to minimize the time that they are on those social medias and those electronics. And we need to think about it wisely to either plan it in. We tend to do Saturdays or Sundays as a video game time and all three kids will play together. And sometimes my husband will play with them. They enjoy it. They love it. They look forward to it, but it's not something that they have every day. And it also just keeps their stress level down. So we've found that that's a huge factor. Another way that we have been able to just check into our kids and their characteristics and just analyzing them are when they need some recharge time and how they recharge. We have our middle child who is a very strong introvert. He does not like to be around people when he needs to recharge. He wants a book, he wants to sit in the corner, and he wants to recharge. And he definitely needs this at certain times throughout the day, especially now that he's going to school and comes home, he's done for the day. There's no talking to him for the first hour. He just needs a book. He just needs to be left alone for a while. And then he'll come back and be perfectly happy to talk about school or his day or how life went, but he just needs that recharge time. Our youngest one is the complete opposite. He is an extrovert through and through. He is excited by people. He loves people. He just wants to hang around people. So this has posed a problem ever since they were born of the extrovert wants to hang out with the introvert. And the introvert 
just wants to be left alone. So we've tried to create fun new ways of either the smallest one comes with me or he's in another room or he comes downstairs or he does something else to leave his brother and sister alone and let them have some introvert time. Our oldest is in between. She is more on the introverted side, but she does swing to the extroverted side some. So knowing this about our kids, we know what energizes them. We know when they need energy. And so we're able to prepare that just a little bit better and give them what they need. My third tip would be food. Diet is so important. It's really important to get food, the proper food throughout your day and to hydrate throughout your day. It will keep your body at its best. Sometimes you just are low on energy and that's why you're just not at your best and you would need some food, just a snack. Something else to keep your body going. Sometimes you're dehydrated and you're not realizing that that's why you may be low on energy. So just make sure to check in with your body, check in with what you're thinking. For example, for our kids, we make sure that they have a really good breakfast before they go to school. It has to have protein. They need at least some eggs or they're hungry by 10 o'clock. So we know that in order to keep them from being crabby at school and give them the energy that they need, they need a good solid breakfast before they head out. That's one main thing we try to do to keep their sanity as well as their teachers. The next thing we usually do with them is also make sure that we pack a good lunch. It has a protein, it has a fruit, it has a vegetable, and it has some yummy snack. They need to eat all of their lunch or they get to eat it for dinner. That's just kind of the way we roll. Or they can eat it for snack. If they come home and they're still hungry, they can finish their lunch. So that has also helped a lot, just keeping them in balance, keeping them fed and healthy and well. Another small tip along with that is as you get older and you're making your own choices for what you're going to eat, it really helps to keep small snacks going throughout the day. Every two and a half to three hours, if you are eating a small snack, your blood sugar level will maintain and won't be so up and down. If you find that you are really tired in the afternoon, it's probably because you ate a really big lunch. So make sure that you're taking that into how you plan your day, planning out just little snacks for yourself throughout the day. Little snacks of apples or nuts or just different things so that you can be fueled throughout your day, but that you don't have a huge drop in your energy level. If you need more information about this or other helpful tips and tricks, I am a wellness coach. So just go hop on um, the Busy Vibrant Mom Facebook group and I'm happy to help in any way I can. But those are all fun tips and tricks about food and nutrition and water and all those things that we think aren't that important, but they really are. And just making those small, tiny changes can help throughout your day. Number four is to make a plan. 
plan into your day when you can get some downtime and when your kids can get some downtime. Our kids, as I said, when they were little, I knew that they needed to run at the park. So they would run and run and run and run at the park in the morning. And then I would feed them at the park, get them all cleaned up from the park, put them in their car seats and head back home. Usually by the time I was home, they were asleep. So I knew that right after the park, right after lunch, then it was nap time. After nap time, our kids graduated to quiet time on their bed. They had to stay on their bed. They could have books and they can have animals, but they had to stay on their bed because they usually would fall asleep. And that was probably age two that they gave up their naps. So from two to three, they were probably only allowed to be on their bed and just to relax there because they still needed a little downtime and a nap every once in a while. Once they transitioned out of that phase, the next was we just have some downtime in our rooms. So everybody was separated. If you don't have your kids in different rooms, that's okay. Pick a quiet spot in the house, a corner. Everybody goes to a different corner. You can play with your toys or you can draw or read a book, but everybody has that little time for just themselves. Some kids need it, as I mentioned before, more than others. Some people really need that introvert energy level to be lifted up, or they might actually need some downtime like an extrovert, but not really notice it or not really realize that their energy levels are slightly depleted. So it's always good to have everybody just take a little bit, take a little time, and to just spread out. Everybody have their own area, their own spot that they can just be. This also happens for me. I had noticed that as a mom, especially with little young ones, I really needed a recharge time too. So nap time was good for everybody. I could just sit in peace without anybody screaming and yelling at me for a few minutes, grab a book or take a nap myself, take a deep breath, and then re-engage, which was so helpful and so handy. So I highly encourage you just to make a plan of when you and they can uh, just get some downtime. Along with this, just to be wise about your time. When you're making your plan, try to figure out when you as a mom need the most energy. As I mentioned before, since my boys are going to school, I need the most energy and patience at about three o'clock when I pick them up and they are done and screaming at each other and in need of a snack and in need of just some downtime. So I know that that time right there, I need to be on my best and have the most patience and the most empathy and the most peace with my kiddos to help them calm down and be able to settle. Usually when I pick them up, I bring a snack of some kind, bring a book, since I know my middle guy is a big introvert and just needs a book. So bring a stuffed animal, bring something loving to just settle them a little and give them just a little bit of space because I know they're going to need that at about three o'clock. Hey, mama. This episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. 
Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you, a connected connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. The last and final tip I have for you is just to restart. Give yourself and your family grace. This may take a while to work out a good plan that works for everybody, that re-engages everybody's energy level and helps everybody just to feel calm and more able to face what they have throughout the day. It might just take a little bit of work. And if something doesn't work, just tweak it a little and try something else. Don't be discouraged. Don't think this is never going to work. I can never have my kids sit down for five minutes. I just want five minutes. Just tweak your plan just a little and it might just work. Also be flexible because your schedule or your kid's schedule may change. As I mentioned just recently, our boys started to go to an actual school that has a waiver where they can be in person. So our whole schedule changed. All of a sudden, we were not doing distance learning for three kids, but just one child. That all may change. Their energy levels all of a sudden took a nosedive and they needed and more energy at three o'clock than they had before. Just keep tweaking your plan until you get it right. And if things change, just go ahead and tweak it again. Every family is different and every kid is different and every parent is different. So just keep working on it. Keep looking for what your kids need and make little changes. It's definitely a learning process. And oftentimes your kids won't know enough to tell you why they're cranky, why they're poking at each other, why they're angry. So you need to be just an investigator and analyze your kids, figure out why might they be so upset? Why are they suddenly mad or frustrated? Is it because they might be tired? Maybe their energy levels are depleted. Maybe they haven't had enough food or water. Just check in check in with them. But more important, check in with what you know and their character. Hopefully some of these tips have helped you and you can use them in your day just to be more vibrant. Now go and have an amazing day. If you need more fun, vibrant tips and tricks, please come join me on my Facebook group called The Busy Vibrant Mom. I would love to connect with you there and share anything that I can. All right, until then, have an amazing, amazing day and enjoy those little moments. Have a great, vibrant day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review 
Post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. <laughs>